theyeshiva.net. Okay, the few Damadalif will help at the end, right? The few Damadalif, close to the end of the Amid, three lines, four lines from the bottom. Amarava. Yeah. So let's recall and summarize and move on. The Braisa, the Gemara here, which is trying to explain the Mishnah, that on the first day of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah L'Natiyah, which means Rosh Hashanah for Arla. So cut-off time for Arla is Rosh Hashanah Be'echad B'Tishrei, it's considered a new year for Arla, which practically means, as the Gemara explains, that if I plant my tree more than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, so once Rosh Hashanah comes, it's not the beginning. It's not. It's the beginning. It's the beginning of a second year. That's what the Gemara explained. Since it's the beginning of a second year, so that means that I gained a tremendous amount of time because one month is considered a year, and then Rosh Hashanah begins my second year of Arlo. When that Rosh Hashanah is over, I have full, two full years, even though I don't have two full calendar years. But it's considered by Arlo two years, and that's the Chiddush of our Mishnah. That Echad Betishra is Rosh Hashanah L'Natiyah, even though a calendar year did not pass since I planted my tree, but since Rosh Hashanah passed, and that's my Rosh Hashanah, so this is a new year when it comes to the planting of a tree, and the practical ramifications are the dinam of Arlo, so now when the next Rosh Hashanah comes, it's two full years, and when the third Rosh Hashanah comes, and when the next Rosh Hashanah comes, right, the third Rosh Hashanah comes, it is three full years. But, as the Braisa added, and we discussed at length, you still have to wait till... To be Shvat, Shvat, which is Rosh Hashanah Lilanis, and only, only the fruits that bud on the tree, the flowers fall off after To be Shvat, go out from the din of Arla and they enter into the din of Netaravai, and then the year later To be Shvat, the pears that bud after the next To be Shvat are considered Shana Hamish as the fifth year, and you could do with them as you want. That was the the. <clears throat> the main structure of what the Gemara explained and the source of it in the Psukim. Of course, there was also the second in that came in, and that is if it happens to be that the Elul is right before Shemitah, this halach is any single year, no difference when it is. Our law always applies. If it happens to be before Shemitah, then there's an extra component here, and that is that if it's within 30 days, so then you have to destroy it because of Shemitah. Where are the years? If it's within 30 days, of course, you don't have to destroy anything, but... Your Arla is prolonged because you don't have 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. So therefore your first year is not going to begin. Your first year is not going to end Rosh Hashanah. Your first year is going to end at next Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, obviously, your Arla years are going to be three full calendar years plus. Three full calendar years plus, And only after that will you, will you be able to eat your fruits. That was the primary discussion of the Gemara. And of course... A major discussion here is the big machlekas between Rashi and the Rambam, Ravid Rabbi Nacharanal on one side, versus other Rishonim, Taisvus Balamayir on the other side, about the situation when your fruits were planted, your tree was planted within 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, if there's still a component of waiting till to be Shvat. Of course, the Gemara said, makes it quite clear that if it's before 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, so then. You have to wait till you're to be shvat. You have to wait till you're to be shvat. Why? Because you had such a leniency 
Chazal gave you such a leniency, you know, when you read the Torah, it says three years. <laughs> they come and tell you, no, no, you don't have to wait three years, you only have to wait two years and a month, that's quite lenient. So over there they extended it till Chamesh Asabeshvat, but like Rashi's shit there would seem, I mean, this is how the Rishonim explain Rashi, the Ran and the Rosh, they explain Rashi, however, if it's less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, you're not having any leniency. You're waiting three full years, and even more than three full years. Because if I planted a Tesvav Elul, right? So mm-hmm. I count now three Rosh Hashanah, so it's actually three years plus fit, plus, uh, plus, uh, plus two weeks. Because I started Tesvav Elul. So therefore there was no leniency. I didn't get away with murder at all. I waited my full, I waited my full three years. So therefore... These Rishonim would halt. They don't make you now wait till Chamesh Asabashvat. You have three full years plus that Rosh Hashanah, the day after Rosh Hashanah. Any fruit that emerges on your tree is not considered Arla anymore. It is Neta Revoy. And then you have the second Shitta, the Shittas of the Balamoyer, who says, no, absolutely not. All trees cannot leave the status of Arla, only Chamesh Asabashvat. No matter when you planted them, even if you planted the tree within 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, it will not go out of the status of Arla. Even after your three Rosh Hashanahs, which are three full years plus, you'll still have to wait another few months. This means that the difference between the Jew who planted his tree within 30 days before Rosh Hashanah and the Jew who planted his tree before 30 days of Rosh Hashanah is quite dramatic, right? Because the Jew who planted it, Chavtes of what does he have to do? Yeah, He waits. He has one two, month. Two years, has a two, month. Two years a month. Then he has to wait another few months. Right? So, yeah, huh? yeah. so he, gains, he gains more than a half month. Seven and a half months. Seven and a half months he gains. If, if you said Tisha, if you said to Bishvat, it's a full year. I'm saying if he plants it within 30 days, if he plants it Rosh Chodesh Elo, Beis Elo, so what now has to happen? First of all, he has three full years plus a month. And if that's not enough, he has to wait, according, according to this shita. So this is quite a dramatic, dramatic difference. And how long does it take? Maybe we talked about the longest theoretically. How long does it take till till there's edible fruit on a tree? Even on a fast-growing tree. So we're talking about not talking about the tea that you planted a sapling where you put a seed in the ground. That's never happening. And what? And when do you start counting? That's going to be today's sugya. Is it from the day that you put in the seed or not? That's going to be the next piece. There's not going to be edible fruit. Right. Usually. Close to edible fruits. The Gemara in Tainus says that when it comes to the date tree, sometimes you've got to wait 70 years. Right. So you don't have a problem with our law. There's a whole story about Chayni Amagel, yeah? Right. He slept for 70 years, yeah? Tomorrow. He asked the plant, he said, what are you planting this for? You're an old man. He says, for my enoklach, for my grandchildren. It can't be our cover if you say that the, if as long as you leave it on there, there's no oil on. So what are we talking about here? It can't be mamash, it can't be high, it can't be... It's not very common. It's not, not very, very common, unless you get, like, the, they irritate the seeds, Shem so Shemayim. it mutates. You don't need a Shem Shemayim now. You know, Jack has a beanstalk bean. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and even if it is, it's usually not very healthy, I believe. 
The, the Mefar should bring that in Parshish Dershah. Yeah. 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 Now, what would be the Svara according to this second Shitta, which is very Mahmud, the Shitta of the Balamari Taisvis? So, on this derajment, the Ritva explained, as we discussed, that the reason is because Chamisha Sabashvatas Vishana Lilon is because. Because anything that buds before that, we assume it budded because of the rain of the previous year, the rain before Tishrei. And therefore, in Arla as well, we say that till Tubishvat, it's considered the fruits of the previous year. That is this shit. Now, the Gemara is in the middle of analyzing something else. Huh? Sechtatainus. Huh? You can take a look, Tavchov Gimel. Can't stop cooking. Sadik Katama Yifrach. You have him a second time. Wow, it's a long time. Always the best, right? To look. Yeah, you're right. Have another Haruva, Haruva, Haruva. I stand corrected. Ah? No, it says that about Tamar. No, that it says about Tamar Shin and Shana. Could be a certain type. I don't know. Karub or Karub, yeah. And what do they say about Karub? Also, seven? It's Karub is seven? Which three? Karub. Karub. Okay, Google. How long takes for a Karub tree to grow? Certainly more than three years. No, you have to know. You have to know. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. You have to know, but uh, climate. So this, the Gemara says seventy years, and it says in Tamal Tavatzah. Gemara often uses for once in a blue moon, like a Bezdin who kills once in every seventy years. There's, there's many other times when it uses it to say. Once in a very long time. I hope it doesn't mean that when it says you mentioned Sam. That would be. Okay, let's let's move on. Okay, so the Gemara, the Gemara now explores this question, and that is, who is the Tana who maintains this view concerning the thirty day? Now we're focusing on our thirty day cutoff time. Why thirty days? Like, it could be two weeks, it could be a week, it could be two months. Like, why did we decide that 30 days is considered a year? If I have a week for Rish, till Rosh Hashanah, it's not a year. If I have 30 days to Rosh Hashanah, it's a year. So the says, obviously, it can't follow Reb Meir, because we find by Reb Meir, when the Chazal discuss what is the age of animals, that you have to be makrin the base of the Torah gives different names. So you have a par, you have an eagle ben bakar, and you have an eagle. All used at different, loca- different moments, so Reb Meir, at different times. So Reb Meir says... Reb Meir is whenever it says Egel, it's within a year. When it says Ben Bakar, Egel Ben Bakar, a calf, the son of a cat, is within two years. When it's a par, it already has to be within three years. Ben Shalosh, in other words, two full years. 
But how much of the third year? Do I need to wait three full years? Reb Meir says one day. One day within the third year is considered like three years old. Then there's the argument. Reb Elazar says, no, you need 30 days. So it would seem that this is the Machlaikas. Reb Meir says one day in the year already covers the year. And Reb Elazar says, no, you need 30 days within the year. So the Gemara says it's obvious that our Bryce, our discussion here, would not follow Reb Meir, who would not agree with this 30-day period. For example, according to Reb Meir, you would say, you planted Chavtes Elul, you planted Chavches Elul, you have one day, great, you have a year. Rosh Hashanah is considered your second year of Arlo. That is what Reb Meir would say. That's what we are assuming. So the Gemara says, maybe, but there's no conclusive proof, because Reb Meir is talking about the end, and you're talking about the beginning. In other words, when it comes to par, you already have two full years. You need to complete it. So maybe over there, the mayor says one day does the trick. You don't need 30 days. But here, you want to use the one day right in the beginning. You want to start off on the wrong foot, you know. <laughs> you end off on the wrong foot, Mela. You could do shortcuts at the end of the race, not at the beginning of the race. You know, you run a marathon, so the last few minutes we let you... Uh... <laughs> the fact that it's at the end of the first year, too, is also the end. But okay. The same part of the first year is also the end. It's not a beginning. Maybe the beginning of the Arlo cycle, but it's not the beginning of the year. Maybe this is the end of the first year. Yeah, no, we're talking about Arlo. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Right, right, right. No, so that's what the Gemara says. Maybe it's even Reb Meir. Reb Meir says, Yaymachad Bashana, Besayf Shana. Besayf Shana, he doesn't mean. The end of Tavshin Ayin Hey. But Shani means the end of your count that you need, the end of your cycle. In other words, you need three years for your power, right? In order for the name power, you need three years. So we say the last year of that count, you understand? Saif Shani means the last year of that count, which is the third year, I give you one day. But Betchila Shana, again, Betchila Shana doesn't mean here the beginning of Tavshin Ayin Zayin. This is Elul. This is the last day of Elul. Betchila Shana means in the beginning of the count of the cycle that you need, which is, Arla, I just planted my tree. Maybe Reb Meir would also agree that one day does not do the trick, and you need 30 days to have a year. In other words, there's no conclusive evidence to say that Reb Meir would disagree with us. Amar Rav, comes Rav, and he says, no way. There's no way that this Svarah can hold, can hold its own. And say that if Mayor really believes that at the end of your count, one day of the year could be considered halachically a year. But in the beginning of your count, not. This logic should not be refuted by an obvious Kalvachimer. And the Kalvachimer is going to be that if at the end, one day could be considered a year, certainly in the beginning one day could be considered a year. And the fact that Reb Meir says that at the end one day is not considered a year, for sure, the beginning as well. I mean, for sure in the beginning, in the beginning, uh, it, is. it is. So therefore, this b'raise can't go according to Reb Meir. What's this kalvachem of Zakdrav. Uman nida. Take a nida. What's the halacha by nida? So here we have to understand, the halacha by a nida is that the Pasuk says, Shiva Syamim, a woman, during the cycle, when she sees blood, so then she waits seven days, we're now talking about the primary halacha, the biblical halacha of Nida. She waits seven days, and we don't care if the blood does not, conti- does not stop for those seven days, as long as the seventh day the blood stops, that night, Moitsoi is seven, the night after seven she goes to the mikveh, and she's completely pure, 
and intimacy can be resumed, etc. Even though there was still bleeding that day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven days. At night she goes to the mikvah, meaning the night after seven before eight. And it's all over. It's all good. She's taher labayla. That's the lacha by nidah. So, min hatayra. Min hatayra. We'll soon see the discussion of how it's applied today. You don't say that the beginning of the day could be counted as a whole day at the end. In other words, why don't you say that Shiva's Yamin, the beginning of the seventh day, is already considered the seventh day, and she can go to the mikveh right away. You don't say that. You say that she has to wait till the night after seven days. Nonetheless, Soifa Yom Oila but in the beginning, you do use a part of the day. You do use the end yeah, of the day and you consider it a whole day. 10 o'clock in the morning, that you go may is 10 o'clock till seven days, 10 o'clock. That's what you're saying. You don't do that. Right, you have to wait full seven full days. Full seven, seven days. days. And full yet... Seven days and you don't end the day early. Right. Yeah, at the, on the other hand, in the beginning of the count, you say, right. Meaning, let's say the first day, she sees blood, right? Five o'clock p.m., so basically, why are you calling that one day? That's called one day. How much of the day was left? Three and a half minutes? Nonetheless, it's considered a day. You don't have to now count another seven days. That's day one. You count another six days. And on the sixth day after this first day, she goes to the mikveh at night and it's good. In other words, this one day where she saw blood only for five minutes is considered one of the days of Tumah. And she only has to count another six days, even though she didn't see it in the beginning of the day and she was not Tumah a whole day. It's considered one day. Zakhtirava, huh? Isn't there a separate pussy that you have to wait for the hair of Shemesh? For the mikveh, yeah. That's why it's seven days. No, the pasuk says, Shiva siyamim tiyah She has to be in her nidah seven days. Sometimes we don't say six and a half works. Go to the mikveh, middle of the day. What's the problem? All the mikvahs you do by day. But it says the hair of Shemesh, no? No. You mean for a koyin? No, that's a koyin for true. Parshas Emer, yeah. Yeah. The only place where sunset is mentioned in Chumash. Where nightfall is mentioned in Chumash. The Vilna Gaon says, that's why it says in the beginning of the Sechta Brachas, why did the mission have to associate it with the Koyanim going to eat Truma, which also happens to be at night? If a Koyan was Tomei, he goes to the mikveh, he has to wait. Even if he goes to the mikveh at 12 o'clock p.m., he can't eat Truma, he has to wait till nightfall. Let's be a new day. She says, because the only time you have in Chumash a mention of uh, the phenomenon called sunset of nightfall, Bar Shemesh Vitar. You need seven days. You don't say part of the day is works at the end. But in the beginning, you do say. So Rabbi says, one second, you're telling me that when did the mayor say, at the end, he allows it. The beginning, he'll never allow it. Really? Look here by Nidah. Rabbi says, by Nidah, at the end, actually, you don't allow it. And in the beginning, you do allow it. So now I ask you, if at the end you allow it, right. wouldn't it be Pashit that in the beginning you allow it? 
the end is more difficult, is more stringent, as you see by Nida. So therefore your logic doesn't make sense. So if Reb Meir allows it at the end, for sure Reb Meir will allow it in the beginning. That's the shy lover of it. The logic that you just gave over does not hold sway. That's what he says. Why that, Nida is more humble? Huh? Why is he calling Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he says. You see the words. That the beginning of the day doesn't work. What's Besayf? It means at the end of the days... You don't say that Chilas works. Nonetheless, In the beginning, the Seif does work. So you don't say the beginning of the seventh day is considered a whole day. And she can't go to the mikveh middle of the day. She has to wait till the seventh day is completed completely. Nonetheless, if her nida begins on the first day at the end of the day, that little part of the day is considered like a full day of the seven days tumah. So Shana, when it comes to a year, Yoim Echad holds that one day can work as a whole year b'seifa. For the end of the count, meaning for the part, that when it hits the third year, one day is considered shana, and you don't have to wait longer. Would it not be logical, that in the beginning of the count, Reb Meir would hold that one day would also work as a year? So if Reb Meir holds that at the end by the part, one day counts as a year, for sure he would say it, in the beginning of the count. So our Braisa, which says that you need 30 days, obviously cannot follow the view of Rebbe. What did you understand? Okay. Let's see Rashi. Zak Rashi. Very interesting Rashi here. Because it's not usual for Rashi to make like a protest about how people are touching a Gemara and what they're learning out of a Gemara. So this is like a very, uh, very interesting Rashi. So let's, look at, let's see Rashi. Ki ka'amer Rebbe the first day in the third year, which is the soif, it's the end of being machshir, of, of making the right time for the years of the par. That's what we wanted to say. So Rashi wonders, maybe yeah, maybe the seventh day she could go to the mikveh right away. Shivas Yamim Tiebinidasa. The Pasik says seven in Mitsaira, seven days she should be in her nida. So Chazal say from the word tia, the word tia, whenever it says the word tia, again, these are extra words, and Moshe Rabbeinu wrote them in order to specify a particular halacha. What says halacha? Tehei binidasa kolzayan. It's like Shivas Yamim Tia. She must remain in that state. What do you mean she has to remain? Seven days. Seven days. You could say seven days she's a nida. No. Tia doesn't mean she remains. What do we, of course, yeah, she, it remains means that you don't cut off any part of the day. Tia means You don't say she waits till 8 o'clock in the morning and then you can go to the mikveh. You don't do that. You don't say here for example by Avelus Leoleinu other things, you say, right, the seventh day of Shiva. They get up from Shiva in the morning, you even have to wait seven days. You don't have to wait a full day. Here, Tia Benidasa. Seven days, which means automatically mikvah is only at night. And yet, the end of the day does work in the beginning. If a woman sees blood right before sunset, even a few moments before sunset, this is considered the first of the seven days of Nidav. She only has to count six and, and it, who means and he, and the first one. In other words, she doesn't have to have seven days. 
She has to have six days, and it could be five minutes. Five minutes works. Huh? Does it say somewhere? Why shouldn't you have a word for both, the beginning and the end? It is a yoyim. It's just that the short part of the day is a full day. So why is the last day could also be... No, no, because Tia, Shiva Siyamim, because Shiva Siyamim, Tia Benidasa, Tia is how long she remains Anida. For seven days, she should be Anida. You understand? You're talking about how long she remains Anida. So we re- she remains Anida till the end of seven days. Yeah. But she, yeah. No, but she is Anida for seven days. Right. The first day is... The first day is... Yeah. That's the point. Now here Rashi says, don't make a mistake about something... Now, let's understand what Ashley's going to say here. It's an important... Huh? I understand the comparison here between this and what we're trying to figure yeah. out. The first day here is a day, as opposed to a year. It being one day in a year is not a year. An hour of the day is a day? No, we're comparing yeah, an hour to the day to a day in the year. A year is made up of a units, units of days, 365 right. days. <laughs> a, a, a day is made up, right... Of units, of hours, of minutes, of seconds, Fine. whatever. That's our point. Even if we have one minute of the day, that's no. still part of that day. It's a, it's no. you call it a too. day. It's not if it, in a year, same thing. Yeah. It's not twenty-four hours. Not a year also. It's part of the year. Why is it not part of the year? The par the par finished two years. It had two birthdays, mm-hmm. and it goes into the next year. It goes into the next year. My God, my God, it feels like a different a year. Should have to be like a segment of time. A day is the day. Day is a year is a segment of time. A day is a part of, of the, the year. year. And the the par had a second birthday, two full years, and now it's starting the third year. January second, it's already the new year. It's 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 part of the new year. So Rashi says, don't make a mistake here. This is not the nida that we talk about today. This is the biblical nida. What's the difference? Min the nida is a woman who has her period in the time when she sees the blood every month. She counts seven days, and I don't care if the seventh day she still sees blood. That night she goes to the mikvah and everything is restored. That's not what we do today. What we do today is the woman counts seven, what's called seven clean days, shivanikiya, which is not a din of nida, it's a din of ziva. Ziva is another halach. That if a woman or a man, ziva doesn't apply to women. Us ziva is a certain flow that's not part of the menstrual cycle of the woman. It's a particular unnatural flow from the same place, but it's a different type of flow. It's a different type of liquid, somewhat, but it's very hard to distinguish. And that also creates tumor for a man and a woman. But there, it has to stop, and you have to count seven clean days, and then you go to the mikveh, shiva nikiyim, seven clean days. Over there. You don't say that the first day could start if she saw blood in the morning. Yeah, in the morning and then you say the rest of the day was clean. It doesn't work that way. You have to have real Shiva Nikiyah. So Rashi says, She doesn't need seven clean days. The Torah required counting seven days only for Zava. Even if she saw blood a whole seventh day. It stopped right before sunset. She goes to the mikvah that night and she's pure. She says, today, the daughters of the Jewish people were machmer on themselves. 
because it became hard to distinguish for many people between Dam Nida and Dam Ziva, so today they treat every blood flow as a Suffolk Ziva. And therefore, after she finishes the blood flow, after five days or six days or whatever it is, now it starts a whole new count of seven days. So you have to understand that the situation changed dramatically the way it was biblically, and the way it became, because this is something the women, the women decided to do. Who is that? The carbon? No, the chazal. 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 The you want to know about the Rebbe's and Schwartz or the Rebbe's and Kleiner, the Rebbe's and Gross? That's right. Thank you. People who have not. Not Nida. No, Suffolk you can't. Suffolk you can't. Maybe Cholom Azara. Anyway, you happen after. Huh? It just happened after. Yeah, no, much after. Yeah, much after. It much after. Gemara. The end, the end. It's because it was very complicated to calculate. Yeah, yeah, the calculation just became it became impossible, and and the, the people they just couldn't figure it out anymore. It was just it was just impossible. Yeah, and the girl also got huh? period much younger than before. Before they used to get 16, 17 days. That they already yeah, yeah, matured. They yeah. So therefore, she needs seven. So she, let's say the bleeding goes for five days. Now there's actually another seven days, and then she goes to the mikvah, which means that you're dealing with seven and five, or sometimes seven and seven. You could be dealing with two weeks, or a little less than two weeks. It's a whole different mice. And the day that she stops bleeding is not part of the seven. It's not like by Nida, where day one is part of the seven days, because you don't need clean days. By Ziva, day one, if she stops bleeding 12 o'clock p.m. day one, you can't say, oh, this is day one of Shiva Nakim. It's not Nakim. You need to have the whole day, the whole period of the first day knocking. He doesn't work for Shiva Nakim, but he Zakra- works for the five first days. Zakra Shiva Harbe Tob Many people made a mistake in this halach of the Gemara here in Shoshana Dafyut. Lil Moid Mikan, they learned from here. Lisper Yom Shepe Sekes Boy Laminian Zayin Nakim. They understood from the Gemara here. That the day that she stops bleeding, that day becomes the first day of the seven clean days. Shahayim Afarshim, they learn the Gemara, Soifayim Oila Labatchilasa is what? The Soifayim Shepaisekisboy Oila Larishin Lazayin Akim. That the end of the day that she stops, that's the first of the seven days of cure, even though she saw blood in the beginning. Because Mikta Sayayim is Kikula. And Rashi says, Vizu Midas Benois Kusimu. Actually, this was the behavior of the daughters of the Kusim. The Kusim was a very interesting group when uh, Sancheiriv had a policy that when he conquered, he right away dislocated everybody. He relocated everybody because he felt that natives make revolutions because they, they're comfortable. But if you live in exile, your stamina is weakened. Huh? Yeah, you turn people into refugees and they lose their, a lot of their personalities. So everyone was moved around. That's why he sent away the Asaris Ashwatam and he brought... He brought into Shamron with Asaris Ashwatam, where he brought into Kusim. The Kusim had a very complicated relationship with the Jewish people. They were Jewish, they were not Jewish. One day they were, one day they weren't. So, huh? They were Gaidim, but the question was were they real Gaidim and not real Gaidim? In the beginning of history, they thought, yeah. 
and then they decided they're not. It deteriorated over a couple of yes, they, years. Yeah, they found they're worshipping a dove. So it became very complicated, the kusum. That's how they would do it. Even for Ziva. Even for Ziva. He says, that nothing to do with this Gemara. It's a whole mistake in this Gemara. The Gemara is talking about the biblical violation, the biblical halachas of Nida. The first day, we could, we, I don't care if she's tummy that day. That's the point. It doesn't have to be clean. The first day, even if she saw blood at the end, it's oil Allah as a whole day. So it's completely a different genre. It actually says a lot of people made this mistake. What's the actual Kalvachaymer? So now she said, Shonim Shonim The years that are established for everything. In other words, the years here, it doesn't mean the beginning of a year, the end of a year. It means whatever the amount of years that you need. For example, you need three years for a part. So these Shonim, Doesn't it make sense according to the mayor? That one day at the end of the first year, meaning in the beginning of the amount of years that you need, for example, here you need three years of Arla. So doesn't it make sense that Yom Echad, Besayf Shana Rishayna should work? For example, if you plant your tree at the end of Elul, so even one day should do the trick. So therefore, we have to assume that our price is not following the Meir because of this Kalvachimer that Rav introduced from the case of Nida. Rashi don't say that we do use it today for the five first day. No, we use it today for the five first day. If, if but if I'm a gaya, anyway, waiting seven clean days. Let's say, let's say you wouldn't use the first day as it's not negaya today. Anyway, waiting a seven full day. Yeah, you waiting seven. You don't full gain day, anything. You're waiting only four and something. The first, the first time is not five full day. Is five, five and something. The same as the same as Nida. When it was midnight Torah, you needed seven days. Today you got your seven days. Mahadrim and Mahadrim. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Let's say you wouldn't. Let's say you would say, okay, give me another. Uh, <laughs> let's say you say the first day is not counted. Okay, give me another seven days. I'll give you another seven days. Okay, what's it's the, already twelve. <laughs> yeah, what's the, it's not gay anymore. You understand? Yeah. You're not gaining anything. This Gemara, you're gaining a lot. The woman becomes Tahir well, a whole day earlier. She starts seeing blood five minutes before Shkia, right? And that day is already part of the Cheshmer. She just waits six days. It's all over. It's a much shorter period of time. Yeah. She sees the blood Mitzay Shabbos, right? Right before Mitzay Shabbos, yeah? So then it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday night. She's in the Mikvah. Mm. Not even a week. Not even a week. She saw it with Shabbos at night, right before Shkia, and she's already in the Mikvah Friday night. Who are these Benosi Sorrel? The name is Mrs. Schwartz, and she discussed with Mrs. What? When he says B'nai Sohel, doesn't mean a few, a few, a few miserable women decided they're going to make the whole Klai Yisrael miserable. It means that's what he did. No, the sages wouldn't have never accepted it. Why would they accept such a thing? They went from from seven, and they pretty much. He went from six and a half, and he pretty and he doubled it. That's what he did. No, seven. It's, I mean, you call it Mahajan, Mahajan. That's why why I eat pizza. I think Mahajan, but you know, this is like this was <laughs> exaggerated to a point of. Uh, it's very complicated. All right, I'm just venting, Rabbi. Just venting. Nothing. No so, problem. Questions.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh, really? So after, um, what's it called? Um, so how do we menopause? After menopause, it's still shy? It's an illness, yeah. So why? It's not part of the regular cycle. Ziva is an illness? Yeah. So how, how, Which is also by males. How common was this Ziva that it affected our whole halakha system? The cheshbonos became very complicated. The cheshbonos was very complicated. I mean, I never heard of it. I never heard of it. It's not common at all. Very uncommon. It was a flow. It's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's a right? Okay. So the Gemara says... No, 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 he's explaining the other day. We just, yeah, you see, you need Shiva Nekiyam. You need seven clean days by Yisrael. Neither you don't need? No. Yeah, nothing. The Balchai of Kares? Nothing? Nothing. Not one day. She could be, she could bleed from Sunday through Shabbos. Yeah, Shabbos, she finishes bleeding five o'clock. An hour later, she goes to the Mikvah. Uh, a man, this be called, 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 Shiva Siamen, but those seven days I don't care. Yeah, no, she has needs seven days, but those seven days I don't care what happens. You don't need clean. If you have clean days, fine. Because what the heck? Yes or no? It's irrelevant. For the Zavai Shomeret Yom Keneged Yom, for the first day, the second day, if she has three days, then she has three days. Yeah, yeah, Ziva is a whole different mindset. Ziva is a whole different mindset. Ziva is a whole different mindset. Or you don't need any clean days, and Ziva, you need seven days. Ziva, you need clean seven days? Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. So the Gemara says, Ve'elamai, It was a Yid, uh, his name was Rabzalman Gerari. He was Kapishna Tzarebbe's son-in-law. So he, uh, he, was, uh, he was a character. He was a strong personality. So he once said that, uh, so he was married to the Kapishna Tzarebbe's uh, daughter. Her name was uh, Rabbi Tzimchavala Gerari. So uh, he once said that he was once, uh, whatever, he, he was a very strong character. So he said that uh, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Rebbe Rayat, once told him, and he said, listen to this, Hechmiru b'noi Yisrael al-atzma, shafilu roya tipas dam kechardu, yeshevus lov shiva nekiyam. So he said, when it comes to a Yiddish amedel, when it comes to a Jewish girl, Hechmiru, you have to be very, very strict with yourself. Afilu roya tipas dam kechardu, even if you make them blush a little bit, that there's only a drop of blood in their face. Mamash a drop, you embarrass them a little bit, yeshevus lov shiva nekiyam. He applied it to him. <laughs> you have to be very, very careful. And you could become like a chardel. You could become like a mustard seed if you cause them to uh, to be embarrassed. Stop. That's what I heard from him. The Elamai. So what's Pshat? 
So according to whose Tana does this go? So we rejected the Meir. So we said, okay, so Rebelazah, let's go to Rebelazah. Rebelazah says that you have to wait 30 days for it to be a part. Fine. So you have 30 days. For like the Gemara, you still have a problem. Why? Shloishim u Shloishim boy. According to Rebelazah, you would need 30 and 30. Why would you need 30 and 30? So here we come into a new issue. And that is this. When do you start counting Arla? Here, I take a seed. I put it into the earth. That's Arla? If you take a seed and you put it on your kitchen table, you start counting Arla? No, it's nothing. A seed in the earth, before it starts developing roots, what's called klita, absorption in the earth, nothing really happens. Like you put it in a basket. It's not called Arla. Nothing happens. It happens to be under the earth. So you need a process called klita, which means roots start developing. It takes root into the earth. It becomes connected to the earth. Or in the case of grafting... All these situations, uh, binding, you need it, it should become connected to, it should be absorbed by the source. That's when you start counting. So one second, when I put a seed in the first day, if you tell me right away it starts developing something immediately, day one, fine. That would be a very interesting chiddush. Is that the situation? Or maybe it takes a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. And that's when you start counting, because that's called planting. I put a seed in a cup. I didn't plant. I put a seed on the sand, in the sand. I didn't plant. What's called planting? Something has to happen. What, what, what makes it planted? It's another level also. Does it have to actually root or does it have to break down? Maybe the... the, the we said the breaking so that's down. That's the question. That's the question. Right. No, so the Torah says planting. What's the definition of planting? This is a very, a very interesting question. In Hilcha Shabbos, it becomes also a fascinating question. You're not allowed to plant on Shabbos. What's called planting on Shabbos? You take a seed, you put it in the earth, and then before Shabbos is over, you take out the seed. <laughs> did you plant on Shabbos? <laughs> well, if you leave the seed in, did you plant on Shabbos? Exactly. Even if you leave the seed in. Is it called planting on Shabbos? What are you chayah for? You put a seed in the earth. On Tuesday, maybe it's going to get planted. So why are you chayah on Shabbos? So in Hilcha Shabbos, a very Lebedeke discussion. So if it takes three days, let's say... Then or 30 you, days. Or to, so you have to see it, shouldn't be Shabbos that day? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay, that's not a question, because you could do a malacha before Shabbos, right? you could put out a net before Shabbos, and it catches a mouse on Shabbos. That's not a problem. Yeah, you could put on your cholin before Shabbos, even mm-hmm. though your cholin is cooking on Shabbos. We don't have a problem with that. You can't cook on Shabbos before Shabbos. Before Shabbos. Huh? You could do it five minutes before Shabbos. If Friday night, for sure, it's not going to be ready. If it's going to be ready only Shabbos morning, that's fine. If you put in a piece of meat that it's going to take uh, many, many hours to cook, it's fine. Because then there's no chash that Friday night you're going to come home and you say, you know what, let me have a little bit of the chalot. Huh? So now is a new question. If you say klita happens right away, then klita means absorption. Then I, that's one perspective. What if it doesn't happen right away? Then it's a whole new question. So now let's understand, why did we say we need 30 days? You could learn two ways. You could say we need 30 days because the klita happens right away. Absorption happens right away. But you need 30 days because you need a year. 30 days is considered a year. That's one cheshman. Maybe really you need 30 days for another reason. You need 30 days, Pashat. It should be called planting. Forget what a year is. Not a year. Pashat should be called planting. So he says, if you want to say that Rebeleza, you would need 60 days. Why? Because Rebeleza would hold that what? Rebeleza. Rebeleza would hold that 30 days you need for a year. Plus he holds, you need 30 days for it to take root. Okay? So now, when does it take root? After 30 days. 
But Nebulezer still needs 30 days for a year. So let's say you plant your tree tuba of. When does it take root? Tesvav Elul. But Tesvav Elul, you don't have a year to Rosh Hashanah, because Nebulezer says you need 30 days for a year. Not like your mayor who says one day. So according to Nebulezer, you would need 60 days. Shloishim or Shloishim. So the Brayse doesn't work with the mayor, and the Brayse doesn't work with Nebulezer. Brayse doesn't work with the mayor. Why? Because the mayor says one day is enough. Right? And it doesn't work with Rebbe because he says 30 days is enough, but here you would need 60 days. That's the question. The Tanan, we learned the Mishnah. Ein noitin, you're not allowed to plant. Ve'en mavrichin, you're not allowed to bend. Ve'en markivin, you're not allowed to graft a tree. Erev Shviyas, the year before Shemitah, Pachas Mishlai Shemriyam Lefnei Rosh Hashanah. Less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. Why? What's the connection? Because it does not get absorbed, does not take root less than 30 days. So therefore, if I do it within 30 days, when did I plant it? On Shemitah. It takes root on Shemitah. I'm not allowed to do it. I'm not allowed to do it. It takes root on Shemitah. And what's the halacha? V'imnata, if I plant. V'hivrich. I bend. V'hirkiv. I graft. In these days, yaker. I have to uproot it because it got absorbed... Somebody plants a tree on Shemitah, whether willingly or unwillingly, the Chachamim said you have to uproot it. That's the halacha. If you did it willingly, it's a penalty. You shouldn't enjoy your sin. Even if you did it unwillingly, so there's no room for a penalty because he didn't know, nonetheless they told him you have to uproot it. And the reason is because if you leave it, so what happens is after four years, he's going to redeem the fruits that he wants to take to Yerushalayim. Somebody is going to look at it and say, hey, this is the fourth year. That means it was planted on Shemitah. And it could be a big churban. People will think you're allowed to eat fruits that were planted on Shemitah, or you're even allowed to plant on Shemitah, and therefore they just said all these roots have to be uprooted. So that's why, even though you did it before Shemitah, since it was within 30 days, it only took root on Shemitah. So therefore, we say... What? If you planted it two months before, it would be the same shot. Three months before. It starts growing if it grows in Shemitah, but it was from before. It was liquid before. Who's going to know that difference between the 30 days and 60 days? No, 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 no. No, 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 once that cheshbon exists, we say that even if you planted a tesvav elul, since it only develops roots on shmita, that's the point. Not that. No, no. What's the reason? Yeah, you know that chashash is a general idea of the whole shmita. You're right. In this case, it wouldn't be a difference. What's the difference? What's the reason why you can't do it? Because when you're going to come to Yushalayim, we're worried that people are going to think you planted you you did this on shmita, right? They're going to know. They're going to know. They're going to know. They're going to know because of the time. And they're going to learn. Now you made it did by shaygin. You really you should uproot it, but since you made it by, did it by mistake, so therefore we're not penalizing you. Fine. Now let me ask you a question. But if the you, lessons if you, be, it, if you plant it thirty-five days before shemitah, you're going to show up there to show the exact same time with the fruits. Yeah, but that's not going to be a common thing. Why not? It's just as common. We're not going to make a gzera for that situation. Throughout Maybe the you shouldn't be allowed to plant the whole year before Shemitah. Okay, listen, it, 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 I'm saying. Uh, this, not that it should huh? make a gzera, but it should nullify this, this chashash. Why would not? Because 
No, the point is any tree planted in Shemitah, you uproot. That's it. That's it. That's the vart. In this case, you happen to plant it before Shemitah, but it takes root on Shemitah, so he says you uproot it. So why wouldn't you be allowed to the last 15 days of Shemitah to plant a tree? Because you're not allowed to plant on Shemitah. Planting. Okay, you don't work the ground on Shemitah, so don't plow, you so don't prepare the ground. What if falls in by accident uh, the, within the last month of Shemitah, you have to rip it out? You should say the same thing. If you're going to do it on the way in, you should do it on the way out. The same thing. No, what, what happens on its own, you don't. It's called Tzvichim, you don't. Oh, you said if it happens, you got to rip it out. If, no, if he plants it. I asked if I planned. He's asking if it happened. I don't know. I don't. No, if you, I don't understand. When do you have to rip it out on Shemitah? Only if you plant it? On Shemitah within the 30 days before. But you're not allowed to plant in the first place. Right. So it's a penalty. It's not... Yeah, it's a penalty. Yeah. Give me a lesson. Rabbi Yudem Rabbi Yudem says, Kol harkover she'ena keletas b'shloi she'yomam shuvena keletas. He says you need three days. Any grafting that doesn't take root, doesn't get absorbed in three days, it's not going to happen anymore. And that's even grafting, because grafting is the, the, hardest, the hardest type of, of, of absorption. And even that only needs three days. Shabbos is two weeks. The person who says you need 30 days, the first Tanakh, so if you're planting out of Shviyas, you need 30, and then you need 30. Why? You need 30 days for absorption. But remember, so therefore we start the halachas of Shemitah 30 days before. So therefore you need 30 for absorption, and then you need 30 days, because you're not allowed to even have it absorbed within the last 30 days of the year, because we start Shemitah earlier. I'm the one who says you need absorption three days, so then you have to plant, you have to plant 33 days before. You need two weeks and 30 days. But according to the first Tana, the first Tana who says that you need 30 days for absorbing the plant, so according to Rebbe Lezer, who says that 30 days, the last 30 days is considered a whole year, it's only if you planted it 60 days before Rosh Hashanah, because you start counting Arla only when it gets absorbed in the ground, and it gets absorbed after 30 days, and then you need 30 days, so you need 60 days. If you're going to tell me that Ebrel Lazar holds like Rabbi Yehudu, who says you only need 3 days, okay, he still needs 33 days, not 30, he still needs 33 days, not 30, it's not going to work with 30, the only reason of the so we have a big problem. Who does this Brisa follow? Reb Meir, not. Reb Lazar, also not. 30 days is good for a year. But I still need to count Arlem. Arlem, I don't count from planting. I count from after it starts developing roots. That's called planting. For that, I need more time. I need three days, two weeks, a month. So I need 60 days. Or at least 30 days and three days. Or at least 30 days and two weeks. Maybe you mean 30 days. No, but it says, it says in the Braisa, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. So the Gemara answers, It's no problem if you say it's Reb Meir. The reason he says 30 is only for Klita, not for the year. Reb Meir is fine with one day. I don't care if you planted Chavtas Elam, it's out a year, you got a year. The reason I need 30 days is because it should be called planting. <laughs> if, if you planted Chavtas Elam, Rosh Hashanah wasn't planted. There was a seed in the earth. It wasn't planted. You can't start counting Arla. It only starts counting Chavtes Tishrei. You lost your year. I need to give it 30 days. Not Mitzad the Dinim of a year. Mitzad the year, one day is enough. 
Mitzat Klita, I need 30 days. So that's a whole other mahala. You understand? That's what changed it. 31, then. Right. Oh, Iha Chish Boy. So you need 31. Because you need 30 for absorption, and then one day you should have a year. So you need not 30, you need 31. So the Mara says, Kasava, Yom Shloishim, Oyla Lakana Lakana. Reb Meir holds that the 30th day, the last day could be considered the last day of absorption, and also the first day, so to speak, after absorption, which you start counting as the first year from planting. In other words, this same day, it's planted, and it's already a day of planting. And since it's a day, so therefore the rest of the day could be considered a year. And since it's considered a year, and it's Chavtes Elul, so therefore, when Rosh Hashanah came, I already had a year, and therefore I could start, I could start the year. So therefore, the mayor would hold Shloshim Yom Klita, and then you need one day. Tak according to the Belazer, it wouldn't work. Why? Because 30 days wouldn't work, because you need 30 days for absorption, or at least 3 days, but you also need 30 days for a year. So it actually works perfectly with Reb Meir. Because he holds you only need one day, so this actually works. According to others, you would have to do it a little earlier in order to get your cheshven and make Rosh Hashanah your new year of Arla. If you plant it five minutes before Shkia on the 31st day, it's good according to Rabbi. If you plant it five... Is it part of a day or a whole day? You, mean, you, you need 30 days, you don't need 31 days. Yeah, it says you need one day for planting and 30 days for planting. asking the one day needs to be 24 hours for planting. Yeah. Oh, the day of planting, you say. Yeah. I'm just making trouble, I don't really care. You know what? I don't really care, I'm just trying to make trouble. April Kanita Shanka was there. Mura says over here by Palm and Sholosh, the Mura is like short, it's yeah. three years from the date he was born, man, correct? Uh, and Mansa behind him, we see, it's not, it's not even though, you're not counting the year, you have a date for this. So maybe it should be a date for this also, even though it's, it doesn't have to be a calendar year. Why is not the year even thinking about this, that the reason... No, 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 no. Let me explain to you. Everything is precise. Whenever you not, whenever we don't need a reason to make Rosh Hashanahs, we don't make Rosh Hashanahs for fun. We don't make Rosh Hashanahs for fun. By a par, the Torah says you need a par. A par is three years. So three years means I have to look when it's born and count three years. But you agree that the third year is one day. That's fine. So the first year could also be one day. The same like Masadaim. No, but then you don't have three years. Then it didn't go into a third year. No, then it's, you're making a joke. That's a joke. Because you don't have a date for it. No. <laughs> a birthday needs a year. You need a year. <laughs> Yeah, but it was born two, min- two minutes before Shkia, he says, on the, you know, in the beginning of the... No. It's not a full day. You're one years old, you can't say, okay. You Imagine your baby is born. The the May is not that your baby is born. So one day, okay, is a year. So the second day is two years. So the so third day is three years. years. So you can marry him off when he's 10 years old. So when, years, he's ten, when he's 20 days old, marry him off. Right. I mean, what, what do you but want? All years in the Mishnah should be counting the years. You see, it doesn't work. No, no it is. Nothing is working. No, no, no. Maisa behema, you have a problem. Because Maisa behema, 
the Torah says that there's different years when you give Maisa Behema. In other words, the behemoths that are born in this year, Tavshanai and Zion, have to be treated separately than the behemoths born in Tavshanai and Vav. Meaning, if I have nine behemoths that are born in Ayin Vav and nine behemoths that are born in Ayin Zion, I don't give Maisa Behema. And I'm not allowed to give Maisa Behema. It has to be the same day. You have to have the same no, day. But there's no such a Metzias. It can happen once. I, it's, it's not a common thing. So therefore, you have to give me a cutoff time. If not, I'm left in the dark. You give me a halacha, and then you say, but you can't do this. There has to be a, a, a system. But when you say, so par, there's no need for this. Okay. okay, so that's a good question, if it's Ben Hashmoshes. But that's, that's a question, how you treat Ben Hashmoshes. However, when you're dealing with this situation of par, you don't need, it, you don't need any of this. So, so it means two years pass. Two years pass, the mayor says one more day, you're good. Started the third year. Started the third year, yeah. There's a minic, for example, of the Balshamtiv that people say capital to Hillam every day consistent with their birthday. It's a minic of the Balshamtiv. For example, if you're 40th, your 40th birthday, you go into the next year, you say capital mem aleph for the whole year. Yeah. Even though this was the Balshamtiv's minic, huh? It helps to remember that every day has meaning. And remember your age. And that the clock doesn't stop. That was the meaning of the Baal Shem Tov. Baal Shem Tov instituted it. In Chabad they still do it. It's from the Baal Shem Tov. They're very maximized. Huh? So for example, a person becomes Bar Mitzvah. When you're 40, it's in the mouth. I could have known my father's age. But he's saying when no, I am Aleph, so that's my point. When you Bar Mitzvah, I become Bar Mitzvah. What's Bar Mitzvah? 13 years. No, 12 years in the first day. No, no, no. Bar Mitzvah is 13 full years. You're saying if you're 40, you say Mem He's saying if you're 12, you say you're Gimel. That's my point. When you're 13... When you're... What? I'm saying that you see here, right? Your first birthday. Your first birthday. Let's say you'll be able to say Tehillim. One year passed. What's the capital you start saying? Bays. Right? Even though you'll tell everybody, I'm one years old. You're not one years old. You're in your second year. You're not one anymore. So it's actually much more meticulous. Huh? When we say, I'm three years old, I'm 20 years old, I'm not 20 years old. I was 20 years old a month ago. Today I'm 20 years old. So in the Baal Shem Tov's Takana, I don't say Kapitel Chaf, I say Kapitel Chaf Aleph. And when I'm 21, I start saying Kapitel Chaf Beis. You understand? Because I'm actually going into year Chaf Beis. Because it's a real Cheshbon. It's not, you're not 20 years old anymore. You're, 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 on your 20, you're on your way to 21. You were 20 years old. You're in your 21st year. Exactly. That's, That's what the mayor is saying. And everybody holds that. The moment the power goes into the third year, we don't need to give it a whole year. We say that the Torah considers it fine, even though it's not three years of age. The question is how much I need. So the mayor says one day, the Belazer says 30 days. Uh, so you your typhus? Now, of course, if the Torah would say clearly a par is three years, you wouldn't make these cheshbonas. Uh, yeah, the Torah doesn't say that. The Torah says par. Now figure it out. It tells me that an eagle and a kevis is one year. It's clear that an ayil is after a kevis, so it's two years. Yeah? So now I go to the next level. 
I do eagle, I do eagle ben buck, and I do a par. So do you have to wait a whole year? He says, you don't have to wait a whole year. What's the cheshbon? Maybe you do. They're pashat because by an eagle you don't have to wait a whole year. Within the first year, the Torah says after eight days you can bring a carbon. One second. If an eagle means a year, so what do you mean after eight days you can bring a carbon? You anyway have to wait a full year. It's the charaya. When the Torah says an eagle is ben shana, what does it mean? Within a year. That's clear source for it. You understand? So when I go to two years, why should I be more chamor? I say within the second year. When I go to three years, why should I be more chamor? I say within the third year. But what's pshat within the third year? This was already a machlekes. Reb Meir says, I believe one day, and Reb Lazar says, I believe a month. The opposite too, meaning the fourth year, as long as it doesn't finish four full years, it's still in the third year. So that's another shaila. Is there a, a limit upwards? We know that there's a limit downwards. In other words, the par can't be less than in the third year. What about after three years of age? If it goes into the fourth year, yes or no? Right? So this is a big machlekes atanoyim. Reb Meir says it's fine, you can go, there's no sheer upwards. He says it's not respectful to bring an old one, but it's fine. Others argue. You know, the question is if there's a sheer is only uh, youth, or it's also the other way around. Yes, in other words, does it have to, no, when the Torah says a par, when it says an eagle, it has to be an eagle. You're going to go out of eagle. Yeah, when it says a par, you never become ois par. You become an oh, older par. ois ox. ox. <laughs> so that's a, a separate shaila if, if, if there's a sheer upwards. <laughs> David lived 70 years. Why? No. Ben Zakeh lived 120, the Bakiva lived 120. Yes, yes, you can. You start again from Kapitlau. There are cultures that actually count. They say you're one year in a day, so I'm two years old. Huh? The cultures that when you're one year in a day, and people ask how old you are, they say you say two years old. The culture, yeah. Why? At least, yeah. Why two? There's probably more. When the baby's born, they're one year old. I think I heard that in other places too. Yeah. yeah. It's the different cultures the Karaida with four hundred It's brought, yeah. Like when you're when you're twelve years old in a day, you say okay. What? Traditionally, a Chinese baby is one year old at birth. Baby, one year old Chinese. Fascinating. You ever heard that? Oh no way! Check this out. This is exactly a Cheshbon. Brilliant. Wow. That's exactly what we're learning. Fascinating. It's exactly a Cheshbon. Read it. Read it. It's very interesting. Traditionally, a Chinese baby is one year old at birth. The baby will be one year older at the Chinese New Year. The baby was born one day before the Chinese New Year, then the baby's Chinese age would be two years old on the Chinese New Year's Day. The baby could be two days old and be two years old. Two years old. That's yes. how they count. the New Year. Exactly like their Rosh Hashanah is considered for birthdays a New Year. It's really two things that are going on here. One is right. that... That you're right away born, you're ready, uh, you're a year old. The second thing is it's not your birthday. It's a very deep idea, by the way. The reason is because of communism. What do I mean? Not communism. Even before. Because your identity is the nation. 
Your birthday is not your birthday. When the nation begins a year, yeah? Yeah, that's your birthday. Everyone has the same birthday. Yeah, there's no birthdays. Are you one day old? I don't care. You're two years old now. <laughs> you're two years old. Huh? You're, you're defined by the Malchus. That's your fault. Huh? Yeah, it's a new year. This is my new year. What do you mean? I was born uh, this month, that month. No, no, no. You are... Is- there's no yachid. There's a tzibur, basically. There's a tzibur. You're part of the tzibur. Why didn't they say this a month ago? We were learning, or three weeks ago, we were learning this Shana No. Say we should have brought this up then. No, but there it's not. No, because over there that's not the bar. You're just talking about the king. No, there you're writing. It's the, it's the second year of, of the president. That's a different var. Here it's your own birthday. No, you can't bring it up there. Tomorrow we're going to bring it up. <laughs> Tomorrow we're going to see that the Torah counts birthdays like that. The Chinese got it from somewhere. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.